Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Nine four six six. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. What he does, he makes it look so easy. You know, you drop 21 boards, and everybody talking about he can't jump. And he's, you know, he's out there battling everybody. He's physically strong. 30 points, people say he doesn't want to, doesn't want to score. He gives you 32. Uh, I mean, then grand tennis is, it's just, he just makes the game look easy throughout the game. And like I said, it's just free throw. His touch, his creativity, his no-look passes, uh, his IQ. Um, I can go down the line. He's, he's uh, a special player, special, special player. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a fun-filled show thus far, talking about all the things going on in the sports world. As we know, Live and PGA is keeping a lot of people entertained for maybe all the wrong reasons, but still... Very dramatic nonetheless. And also, of course, the NBA Finals Game 3 going down last night. Two players on the same team getting a triple-double. Just another day at the office for those guys, too. But a lot of things going on in in the basketball world, not only in the NBA, but also in college basketball. So let's talk more about it as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports, friend of the show. And Bobby, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Good, man. How are you doing? Hey, we're always doing good, man, and uh, being able to talk about history and the NBA is always an interesting thing, especially when you witness something last night that's never happened before. Two players with Jokic and Murray going for a triple-double in the same game, happened to be in the NBA Finals and happening to get the win. You know, uh, it's it's almost something that you see for Jokic pretty often, but seeing the deal with uh, Murray being involved too, man, it's that's just one of those things you're probably going to have to remember where you were when you watch that game. I mean... I guess it, Murray's triple double was hilarious because he tracked down the, the rebound at, on the very last play when it was <laughs> whatever. But I, listen, they they have this playoff run has solidified themselves as I mean they're on the short list of the best duos in the league right now. So uh, there's there's a lot of talk, Bobby, in uh, the finals right now, and just wondering your thoughts on it and if, if it's warranted. So, uh, of course, Jokic, and we've seen how extraordinary he is and some of the things he does on the basketball court. The argument is he's the best player in the game right now, but it's kind of swung to the other side that if the Heat go on to win, does Jimmy Butler at that point become the best player in the game? What do you think about just being reactionary in the moment, saying whichever team wins and the best player on that team, they become the best player in the league? It's very reactionary. I mean, I said, listen, I think Jokic is probably the best player in the league uh, and, and has been. So, I mean, it's, you know, the list is like him, Giannis, Embiid. I, I, you could still throw in, you know, the Steph, the, like the healthy Durant, whatever. But Butler's weird because, like, he's really good. But he's not he's not in the argument for best player in the league. You know, he's like a top 15 guy, which somehow seems like an insult, but if I called you one of the 15 best basketball players in the world, it's a pretty good compliment. <laughs> I think most people would take that. So, I don't know, it's just reactionary, but Butler is who he is. Like he's, He might be the best competitor in the league, which you can't really measure. There's no stat that shows it, but, I mean, look, the dude just shows up in the playoffs, it's like every year, and always has been. It's just, he has something that you can't really quantify with stats, And but, I mean, come on, Jokic is We've never seen a Jokic before. Like, there's there's no comparison for a Jokic we've had in NBA history. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because every time I, I watch Jokic and then you hear him talk, like last night, talking about his performance, it's 
it's very just nonchalant because you know he just wants to win the game, and obviously that's what you want to hear from your athletes and your competitors. But the way he does it, and how he does it, and how consistent he is, it's just a matter of you mentioned it. You haven't seen anything like it. So is there any way to kind of stop it? Because very few times we see an NBA, you have players that just feel like they're unstoppable or at least can go and get theirs at any time. He's become one of those guys to where no one's really figured out how to slow him down in any facet, whether it's his scoring, his rebounding, his passing, or anything like that. No, I mean, it's kind of pitcher poison with him. You can try to say, okay, we're going to take away the 12 feet in, but then he's still an elite passer from the perimeter and he can shoot the ball. It's not like he... He's not like the traditional big where it's like, okay, if we push him out to 18 feet, we're fine. We're, we're in great spot. It's like, if you push him out to 18 feet, he's going to set someone else up or he's just going to shoot that jumper that he has. And he's probably going to make it. So it's pick your poison. And, and I, you know, I don't know if there's a good I really don't know if there is a good option. I don't know if there's, there's something you can say, take this away, and, and you have a better chance to win the game. It's, again, we, we, you can look at his game and say, okay, this part. You know, there's part this player, that player, this player, all more thin than one. But the problem is, they're all more thin than him. So it's like, how do you take, you know, if you want to take away his, you know, I, I said he's a little bit, he's got a little bit of, of Arvita Sabonis, a little bit of Vladi Divac, a little bit of, of Dirk, a little bit of even like Magic, Magic Johnson. He just has this like combination of players. So it's like, okay, you want to take away his magic, which is his passing. You better deal with his Sabonis, which is a jump, and it's just I, I don't know how I don't know how you slow this guy down. All great players need other players around them and on that team because it is a team sport. And the Nuggets have good pieces; they have Aaron Gordon, KCP, Michael Porter Jr. But is Jamal Murray the key to them making this playoff run that they have this year? Simply because he's finally healthy and he actually is competing in the postseason. Yeah, so there are two ways to look at it. Like Jamal Murray, when healthy and playing like this, proves that Denver has the two-star method that you kind of need to, in the NBA, you know, it's hard to have one star on a team and, and, and be this good, right? They're one seed for a reason, too. And Murray is that. Murray is star power. But it's also like Aaron Gordon, who was like a, a stack guy when he was in Orlando. He's just accepted his role as, hey, I'm, I'm option three, maybe four, even maybe five on some days, but I'm going to defend. I'm just going to finish at the rim. And the fact that you get an Aaron Gordon to buy into that completely changes because it just opens up your offense even more where, you know, it's not a ball stop where he passes them and feels like, well, i got to go get my bucket now. So it, it's both, really. But, yeah, I think the fact that Murray is is that true second star to where you can kind of stagger him and Jokic when you start getting into subs and still have, you know, one of the – three to four best players on, on either team on the floor at all times is it's huge for Denver. It, it's funny you mentioned Aaron Gordon also um, simply because there's some history there where when they were in the bubble and Aaron Gordon was part of the magic at the time, Kyle Lowry, he was on the Raptors and of course they're going against each other in the finals right now but the Raptors actually took the magic out and uh, Aaron Gordon was injured on a play from Kyle Lowry and so, come full circle, they're taking on each other in the finals. And he was even asked, does he think back to that, and is it personal? And, of course, he gave the right answers on it. But you have to think that, you know, in the back of his mind, he is one to get revenge in, you know, some form of fashion. But also, just going on to win a championship, I think it means a little bit more the fact that he's come full circle from that moment, and then you see somebody on the other side that actually took part in that and – uh him having an injury at the time. Yeah, I mean, I think, especially when you're talking about this level of competition, if you can find any slight motivational tool, these guys will take it and run with it. So I'm sure, you know, internally or in the locker room, it's brought up it's because it's a possible, publicly, so it's possible not to. But yeah, I think, you know, a guy like Gordon, who is, you know, a, a get around for what now? It seems like about a decade, but you know, been around long enough to be a staple in the NBA, I'm sure he's using that as some sort of internal motiv- motivation, you know, because that's what these guys do. They use anything as bulletin board material. So we with Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. 
So, Bobby, I know that these are the two teams that are being in the NBA Finals, and one of them is going to go away with a championship. But just kind of looking back on, on all the other teams, who would you say was, was maybe the biggest disappointment in the NBA this year, whether it was the regular season disappointment, the postseason disappointment? But uh, who do you feel like uh, was the team that fell the most short this season in the NBA? I mean, my instinct is to say the Bucks, right? Like, you're a one seed, and I know they had injuries, but – if you're a one seed and, and you lose in five games to the Heat, I know it doesn't sound crazy now with the Heat in the finals, but a one seed losing to an eight like that in five games, you to be honest, I know who's banged up in that series, but for them not to win, it's kind of crazy. And then on the flip side, you look over at the West, and, I mean, you can kind of you kind of take a handful of teams. The Suns, again, they had help, you know, especially with Durant, but they were never really healthy when they had Durant. Paul was then injured. Durant was injured. But it felt like you know, it felt like we were looking at a Suns Bucks finals again, and then all of a sudden you get you get Nuggets Heat kind of out of you know, not necessarily out of nowhere, but you know, coming that was not predicted at all when you're looking at the playoff bracket. Um, Clippers to a degree because again you have Kawhi and Paul George, but I think they just kind of are who they are in terms of health. So I don't know. My first instinct still the Bucks, just because in a series it feels like the better team should win eighty percent of the time and. They just weren't even competitive. I mean, they lost in five. What do you think of some of the new coaching hires here that we have in the offseason? And um, who may be in the best position with their new team? So, it, it's weird because it just felt like everyone kind of traded coaches to a degree. Um, again, it, it, it's got to be the boss of the Suns because you're getting the top-tier talent, right? Like, you're getting... You're getting Giannis, you're getting Durant and Booker. So whoever you like most out of that group, I would tend to go there. Um, the Suns is a little weird because, you know, they have the new the new owner, and you know, just new owners are always weird. You never know what to really expect with that. How much leash do you get? Who do they plan on keeping? What's their kind of plan going forward? But I think the fact that you get uh, uh, very much in their prime Booker, you get Durant, and then we'll see what moves they make. With Pendleton there, kind of as feeling the best if you're a new coach, I guess. Yeah, and I know that uh, with the, with all the NBA stuff going on, too, uh, I was curious to kind of shift gears and do a little college basketball with you as well because there's been this story we talked about a little bit yesterday of uh, the possibility of UConn and Gonzaga moving to the Big 12, which is funny, and it, it's something to where it's like I know that conferences are trying to get all that they can, and I guess maybe the Big 12 is like, hey, we can't get any of the football powerhouses, so maybe try our hand at basketball. What would you make of that if that ended up happening, having UConn and Gonzaga in the Big 12? I love it for Gonzaga. And it makes sense for UConn from a money standpoint. But, man, I hate the thought of UConn leaving the Big East after they got back into the Big East again. Because that's a Big East school, right? Like, I'm sorry, like, most of the time with conference realignment, I'm like, whatever, but I miss the old. I miss the days I grew up on of a 19 ACC, the SEC doing what it was, the Big East the way it's supposed to be, uh, 10 teams in the Big Ten, not 18 in so-called the Big Ten, 10 teams in the Big 12. What, can we just use our brain sometimes and stop this? Because UConn-Iowa State regular season doesn't sound right. UConn should be playing Villanova, Providence, St. John, Seton Hall, the teams that we know, right? The teams that we've seen them around. And I gave you some credit because they were the only program to say, the only school to say, like, football, you figure it out. We're a basketball school. You go be independent. We're getting back to the Big East because we're sick of the Americans. You win a title, and now it's like, oh, now we're going to go to the Big 12. And I hate it. I hate it so much because I I love Big East basketball, too. So it's like UConn should be a staple in the in the, in the Big East. I think it's a ton of sense for Gonzaga, just because we now have to we can finally stop the stupid discussion every March when they're a one or two seed, and every stat is they should be a one or two seed, and then they lose in the Elite Eight. Somehow it's a bad season for them, um, and they're overrated despite everyone else losing the same way. Gonzaga can't like that regular season would be a lot better, and you're in built a rivalry with BYU, but. I don't know. It's going to be weird. I really hope UConn doesn't go. I know they will because, again, money. But the fan of me is just like, come on. Can we – like, I'm an East Coast guy, too. It's like, just give me what I know. Just give me give me what sounds right. UConn in the Big 12 doesn't sound right. 
If, if this is a move that happens, um, UConn, Gonzaga both moving on, which, which conference, I think it may be obvious, but which conference do you think would be hurt the most by that? The Big East seems like they should be able to survive with UConn moving on, and uh, even though it would be a blow to them. But the West Coast Conference, Gonzaga, that's pretty much how the West Coast Conference is known because of Gonzaga. Now, they do have St. Mary's, but outside of those two teams, it seems like you know West Coast Conference would be hurt the most. Oh, the, the WCC you know what, because you also lose BYU, and they are losing BYU already. So two of the top four teams in that conference, two of the top three teams in that conference are, are gone. And, I mean, that's that's a two-bit lead, three-bit lead, kind of at max most that, we, that we've seen. It, 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 I, you know, I don't think San Francisco gets there. I don't think Pacific Pepper 9. Like, the WCC has been better, right? Like, everyone's kind of starting to take a little jump up, but you lose Gonzaga, and also that looks like a one-bit one bit lead again. And, you know, that stinks because, again, it just becomes, as they told me, because you lose the stories, right, of, the FAUs of the world and, and things like that, the loyal Chicago's, because bids are now giving out more to conf, you know, major conferences because there's 100 teams in those or you know, 60 or whatever. And it would be weird. It would be very, very weird. Big East would be fine because you still have you know, multinational champion Nova in recent memory. Xavier's been a one seed. Marquette's been a two seed. There's enough there to kind of keep them keep the Big East just fine. And, and you know, you talk to coaching hires. They have probably the best coaches top to bottom in the conference, you know, conference in America. Bobby, something that I know uh, Arkansas fans are really interested in is Grant Nelson because he is taking a visit yeah. today and reportedly tomorrow here in Fayetteville. Also uh, has Alabama in its sights and people are reporting that those are the two schools that uh, he's looking at and have a big choice to make. But what, do you, what can you tell us about Grant Nelson and uh, if Arkansas is able to get him uh, what type of uh, team does that make Arkansas having him and Trevin Brazil being there down low? Yeah, I mean, it makes him really versatile. Now, they're, you know, the downside is you question how good would they be defensively, right? You know, Brazil coming off the injury especially. I, I, it's one of those things, like, yes, he could have been a really good defender, but I, I need to see it post-injury when you're talking about, especially, like, you know, leg knee injury where if it's a separated shoulder or something, I think, okay, he'll be fine with that. But how quick did you start moving again? But offensively, you have two guys that can face the floor. Nelson is, 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 can go get his own bucket, shoot. They become very interesting in that side. Defensively, it's almost like, okay, how do we how can we play this? And I'm, I'm sure must be able to figure it out where you know, maybe it's a little more up-tempo, maybe it's more pressing and kind of chaos style because you don't have that kind of what you expect, you know, guy in the post of win protection, um, and in the SEC, you look at the SEC, there's a ton of like kind of old school centers where do we get bullied some on, on in the paint and on, on the glass or do we just live with that because now we have two guys that can bring those guys out and, and open everything up offensively. You know, those games might be in the 80s every time, but I think Arkansas keeps that. Between the two teams, <sighs> Arkansas, Alabama, what it, what, what's the argument for Grant Nelson going to Arkansas to say that that's the right move? What's the argument for him going to Bama to say that that's the right move? So I think with Arkansas, you can kind of pull the, hey, we've had NCAA tournament success. You know, you come here, you're likely playing in the second weekend. Um, Musk has enough guys in the NBA that he can sit there and say, listen, like, look at these guys. I've coached them. Here's my guys in the NBA. But I think Alabama is known for being kind of more, uh, I don't even know the best way to put it, because they, they they can point, I guess, like higher level NBA prospects in recent memory and be like, listen, we, we got Brandon Miller to be the number two pick. We have this guy here. Um, but it's also, or hey, you know, we won the SEC. We're, you know, you're going to be a one seed. But again, Arkansas had more success in, in March. And it just depends what, what matters, because it's, they're, they are very similar. Arkansas and Alabama are starting some very similar style of play, success. You know, they they, they won the SEC, but I, I trust Arkansas more when it comes to I think Bucs is a better tournament coach. Well, you know, I got to bring up uh, your Kentucky Wildcats, man, because uh, I, I was just uh, 
looking in and seeing, knowing that the the recruits that got in, but also the guys that left and 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 everything. Just how you feel about your your cats this upcoming season, man? It's weird, man, because everyone's kind of down at Kentucky for the first time. That seems like forever. Um, you know, they going into this year felt like okay, everyone expected to lose. Sheway, Wallace, Poppin likely lose Livingston. And now you sit there and went, okay, well, where was the plan? Like, yeah, the, this recruiting class is coming in, but in this world, you you kind of need to get a couple guys out of the portal. And that never happened. And now it's like, uh, we're really going this year with uh, two sophomores that played sparingly and eight, potentially eight freshmen. Uh, that's not feeling great, especially when, you know, I, I know it's a, a good recruiting class on paper, but a lot of people in that world are down on this class in terms of talent compared to other, you know, other classes of high school basketball. I don't know. I don't know what to think. On one hand, this is like, well, this is what Calipari's comfortable with, of, of the highly rated recruits and figuring out how to get freshmen to, to play well. But on the other hand, he's got to win. Like, Kentucky fans are, 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 and I've said it before, it's a civil war where you are either very, very anti-Calipari ready to fire him on the spot. And you can't even be like me where it's like, oh, here are his problems, but I also don't know who's better that you're getting right now to coach Kentucky if you want this sort of success. And you get burned at the stake from both sides. It's, it's crazy. So he better figure this out because I, I, I don't know. I, I think they do have a high ceiling, but I think the floor for this team is just so, so low. Yeah, it's going to be interesting just in the SEC in general this upcoming year, so I don't really know how it's going to go, but it's going to be entertaining nonetheless and very dramatic, that's for sure. But, Bobby, man, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Also, good luck uh, with your Kentucky baseball Wildcats, man, and uh, maybe they can uh, have some uh, some postseason success in making it to Omaha. But either way, we appreciate you coming on with us. Have a good one, man. All right, man. Have a good one, guys. All right, and that was Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. we got more out of bounds on a Trash Talk Thursday coming up next. The Out of Bounds Hotline is presented by Jones & Son Diamond & Bridal Fine Jewelry. At Jones & Son Diamond & Bridal Fine Jewelry, they get their diamonds at the exact same place as the large national online retailers. But you pay less at Jones & Son. They have the quality selection and experience to make your jewelry shopping and purchase the way it should be. This is Center. Yesterday in the NBA, it was announced that the Suns are exploring trades for Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. Paul, who turned 38 in May, will possibly be waived if a trade partner cannot be found. In the NBA Finals last night, the Nuggets took Game 3, beating the Heat 109-94 as Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray made history, becoming the first teammates to ever have a 30-point triple-double in the same game. Jokic had 32 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists, while Murray had 34 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists. Denver now holds a 2-1 lead in the series. Game 4 of the Finals will be tomorrow. And this morning in the NFL, it was announced that the Vikings would cut Dalvin Cook if they could not find a trade partner by the end of Friday. Cook has had over 1,000 yards in four straight seasons. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey folks, Wild Bill here with Magic Market, Motorsports Authority in Hot Springs and Russellville. Folks, we're kicking off our third annual season summer sell-off, and my goodness, do we have the inventory. That's right, Bill. We've got the best inventory we've ever had. Not going to last long. Terrains, rogues, forerunners, pilots, escapes. And don't forget, we say yes. Come see us. We've got plenty of financing options for you to get you in the vehicle of your dreams. And if you can't make it to one of our locations, you can always visit us online at msastore.com. At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. 
This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Sometimes you just gotta have some wings. And with buffalo, barbecue, teriyaki, Cajun buffalo, lemon honey, garlic parmesan, mango habanero, lemon pepper, pineapple habanero, honey hot, and Brewskies Reaper, you know where to find them. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m., followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Is your air conditioning system ready for the heat? Middleton Heat and Air is ready to keep your home and family cool this summer. Let us check your system before it gets hot. We offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8 even on weekends. See why we install more heat and air systems in Arkansas than anyone. Call Middleton today at 501-224-4888. My wife was the first to notice I was losing my hair. I thought, I am way too young for this. At QC Kinetics Hair Restoration, we see men and women of all ages struggling with hair loss. And for Nick, it began when he was just 32 years old. I didn't really think about it too much until last spring when I got sunburn on my scalp and, I don't know, it wasn't really that hot out. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments, all natural biologics to reignite hair growth without surgery. And the results are amazing. I felt like I was hopeful, right? But then after the first few treatments, I already started to notice a difference. It just felt real. So I was just more excited to continue the process. Real results without invasive surgery. And as for Nick's wife... She loves it. I got my hair back in my early 30s. I want to look my age, and now I do. Schedule your free hair restoration consultation today with QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later, happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a launch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order... Online, curbside, or to-go, courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for 2 4 and $6. Miss Twin Peaks is coming up next week, and there's going to be an in-store signing next Friday. We're going to have a rep in from Twin Peaks to tell us more about it. And then there's going to be voting for Miss Twin Peaks, West Little Rock location. And then she's going to go on to compete in the Nationals, which will take place the following week but the uh, competition takes place at twin peaks west little rock on june 20th so we'll we'll uh talk more about it in the next coming days and more next week nba finals going on heat nuggets you can catch those games at twin peaks stanley cup finals florida panthers vegas golden knights those are uh some games that you can also catch out at twin peaks as it's coming down towards the end UFC 289, Amanda Nunes taking on Irene Aldana. That's going to be Saturday. And also get your weekend started early by getting to Twin Peaks tomorrow. Check all the sports action. Also on Saturday, Man City is taking on Inter Milan for the UEFA Champions League Finals. So that's coming up on Saturday also at Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks has all the sports action. Plenty of TVs inside and out to see it all. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, sings, views. So we're going to be out there. Is it next Friday? Uh, 23rd. 23rd. So the following okay. week. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, I'm look, always looking forward to, to going out to Twin Peaks, and especially with all the events going on there, too. And uh, I know we're also going to be at Saracen again at the end of this month, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the following week. So yeah. I believe that's June 30th. That sounds right. Yeah, it sounds right. So, yeah, we're going to be a busy month of uh, June for us. So looking forward to... To those live shows, again, folks, it's a Trash Talk Thursday, so if you want in on the conversation, just call or text in, 501-661-1037. So I know uh, there's a few other things that uh, we're going to dive into. We're going to talk a little uh, college uh, football, and I thought it was a really interesting article that was written by Ralph Russo. But uh, first, Arkansas Bank and Trust text line had a few people chime in, and, and uh, this comes from the, the 501 
says, uh, that net convo you guys were having was sounding like I was at the Travs game with my girlfriend. Nothing like hearing about how unsafe the game is while you're drinking and watching baseball. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Yeah, no, it's it's a thing that's where, you know, one of those deals that gets brought up, and it's never a problem until it's a problem. So uh, some people are kind of used to it. But, hey, if somebody gets hit with a ball or an errant ball or something like that, then it becomes an issue. You just, uh, you know, want to do things that can be pretty preventative of it as well. So, uh, but speaking of, did you see Joe Burrow and what he was doing yes. out there? My oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the Reds, they invited the Bengals over to take some BP. Several members of the team, but Joe Burrow, when he got there, he let everybody know he was going to hit some home runs, and he hit four. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just watching him, and I'm like, okay, that is a uh, bona fide athlete, obviously. Well, he's got his, of course, the, the headband going on there, too, because that's the, that's the look he's going with. And he was just out there crushing them and uh, absolutely uh, getting after it. And then, of course, everybody, not I shouldn't say everybody, there were some people that were talking about he shouldn't be doing this, he's risking injury, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I think he's going to be okay. I think he'll be fine out there just hitting a couple of baseballs. It'll be all right. They do a home run derby, a lot of teams do, every year during training camp just to kind of break away from the routine of uh, being in pads and going to have some fun and some team bonding and also events for fans. But a lot of teams do a home run derby with softball, and uh, it's kind of the same concept there. Oh, yeah. Well, let's be honest. There's a lot of quarterbacks that have uh, played in the NFL that were baseball players. Uh, We've talked a lot about guys like Kyler Murray and guys like – Jameis Winston, you know, that were really good at both. And sometimes they're pitchers, or in fact, a lot of cases they're pitchers, but sometimes they're just guys out there that can uh, also go out and hit too. There seems to be a pretty good correlation there when it comes to, to being a quarterback and being a baseball player. There's a lot of them that uh, that happen that way. Even, you know, here at the college level, we've seen guys kind of do the same thing and, and playing both and uh, finding ways to make it work. So it's not surprising to see that Joe Burrow is out there, uh, you know, doing his thing too. Because if, if you're a quarterback, odds are you probably – played baseball at some point you probably are pretty good at baseball it seems to be that type of relation to it too good multi-sport athlete and uh probably some of the other guys that that went out with him but you know the focus is on him because he's the quarterback but it looked like all the offensive linemen went along with some of the other players but those are the guys that you see kind of hanging together you see the quarterbacks they're always going to have the offensive line with them and Always have that team bonding with those guys. Well, I laugh too because some people were, were like, "Oh yeah, it's you know, it's is it that impressive?" Because he's just you know they're throwing, you know, just meat to him, and he was cranking. I was like, "I okay, well, I couldn't do that. I couldn't go out there on a baseball field, even if it was a just a perfect pitch down the pipes, and just go out there and crank four home runs. Like it, it, there is a certain level of impressiveness to it. So, uh, but yeah, he was uh, he was crushing it, and I think uh, it's just uh, another way of like I'm not saying that he's like amazing in every way, but. You know, he, he's just got the coolness factor to him, man, where he's just, he's very calm, he's very chill, and he's also, uh, you know, good at pretty much whatever he does, it seems like. He's just able to succeed. There's nothing easy about home run derby, and we see during the All-Star break every year for Major League players, they some of it they make look easy, but you can also see how it wears on them going through it, and when it gets towards the end, they get a little tired, and, and uh, they're not hitting as many home runs as they did when they started at the beginning of the competition, it seems that it kind of wears on them, and they're hitting less home runs as the competition goes on. Oh yeah, like it's kind of the same thing where if somebody's out there and uh, they're shooting threes and warm ups, and they make like you know fifty threes in a row, it's like oh yeah, well nobody's on them and all. I'm like I can't do that. You know, it just you make it think like it's easy, but it's not. Like it's not something that just everybody can do and just walk out there and do too. Uh, just Chuck says in the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text, and I said Chris Winkie and Brandon Whedon were both baseball players before they went back to college to play quarterback. So, yeah, because uh, we're I remember Brandon Whedon was like 27. It felt like 26, 27 when he got drafted into the NFL. Chad Hutchinson did the same thing. That's right. That's right. Where did he play college at? Michigan. Is it Michigan? Okay. And then Chris Winkie at Florida State. Uh, he won the Heisman, right? Or, or no, maybe just a championship. I didn't know if he won the Heisman or just a championship that year. Because uh, he played with Peter Warwick in that team, right? Yeah. 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 He, um, you know, a stack team, and it, uh-huh. they, they made it easy. Yeah. I'll just never forget it because, you know, we talked about video game covers and all of that. Uh, when I, I always had the NCAA football games, and Chris Winkie was on the, I believe it was the 2002 edition uh, that he was on. Because the next year was... The uh, the quarterback that was at Oregon, and I'm going to kick myself. He, p- he played for the Falcons for a little bit. Um, Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington. Thank you. Yep, Joey Harrington was there, and then Carson Palmer was the next one, and then 
Uh, I think Larry Fitzgerald was after that, but uh, just that's always when I think of Chris Winkie. I think back and I was like, oh yeah, that the guy was on the game, that video game, and uh, he was a, a part of that championship team at Florida State. So, but yeah, those were those. I, you know, I don't know if you'll see that again. Maybe you will. A player that goes and plays baseball for a while and then comes back to play college. I guess it is possible. But. Yeah, it's still possible because. Uh players they they go a certain direction and if it doesn't work out maybe they feel like they didn't you know get what they what they set out to get from the start they didn't achieve their goal and maybe they feel like going you know the other route with the other sport that's the way to go uh matt jones has talked about it many times where he was going to he considered going overseas to play basketball and there were actually some opportunities for him but uh, timing was everything where he never he never got to that point where he actually went to play basketball overseas. But that's something that he talked about after his NFL career. There were opportunities for him to be able to do that. So I'd be curious of how those opportunities come about. Is it just like your agents out there kind of check in or is it something to where like, is there websites you go to? Like, how do you go about finding if, uh, hey, if you're somebody like Matt Jones, who we know is a very gifted athlete, it's like, hey, I'm interested in going overseas. Like, how does those opportunities arise? Like, who do you, who do you talk to? Who sets it up? Is there a place you go? Because you know, obviously, that's a whole different animal of being playing basketball here in the United States, but then actually going and playing overseas and people being interested in you playing. It overseas. starts with your agent. That that's where it starts. But you know, if you played sports on a high level, you've made contacts, and you know, it's just about networking, and and you can talk to certain people to see. You know who can put you in touch with the right people to make that happen. Yeah. Also, uh, five hundred one on uh, first Arkansas Bank Trust text line says Bo Jackson and Prime hated the Yankees, and he knew that they were going to draft him out of Auburn, so he went to football. So uh, yeah, well, it still worked out for him there, and he still got to play baseball a little bit too. Just Chuck also says Harrington set the hype real ratio. Hashtag Nike. Yeah, the, the hype was a uh, was pretty high for him at least uh, for for a period of time, but. Uh, yeah, Mark C. just texted me. He says, yeah, just go to OverseasBasketball.com, John, and you'll be able to, able to apply. Yeah, yeah, just let them know all that. Just go to OverseasBasketball.com. You can apply and be a VC if how many uh, people will be interested in you going over there and playing basketball. Hey, so. If it was that easy, so many people would get on there to try to make that happen. Yeah, just people a little People that have no experience and, and no means of this person should be able to go try out for a team overseas. Yeah, I, I'm like I kind of am curious. I'm actually afraid to go and uh, even check that out. <laughs> I can click on that website, but it would be funny if there was actually something to it uh, of going on there too. Also from the four seven nine says Michael Jordan played baseball as well. So yeah, he was uh, one of the few, I guess, basketball baseball player uh, guys. Which not to say there wasn't more, but uh, being at the high level deal and being able to play baseball, a lot of people thought, of course, it was just because he was Michael Jordan. But uh, at least he got that opportunity. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I mean. I mean, if you're somebody that's uh, got Michael Jordan coming to you and is like, hey, I want to play baseball in the minors, are you going to say no? You know, I mean, you know how much what that means for ticket sales and everything? It'd be, it'd be huge for them. So, But, uh, yeah, that was a very short – was it the Birmingham Barons, right, the team he played for? Yeah, yeah, he made accommodations for them a lot better once he got to the team. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Well, we just got a few minutes here before we take a commercial break, so let's uh, squeeze uh, 49er John in real quick. What's up, 49er John? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. Good, good, good. How is Rory the sacrificial lamb? I'm sitting here him being the sacrificial lamb. He's not the sacrificial lamb. Tiger Woods is the sacrificial lamb. He turned down a billion dollars for his loyalty to the PGA. We we, we can assume what Rory would have got, but Tiger Woods, we know for sure Tiger Woods turned down a billion dollars. So who's the sacrificial lamb, guys? <laughs> Come on now. That, that's crap right there. Think about that, John. And, uh... Have you guys heard from Rome and all the other Laker fans that had their chest stuck out? Is it still an APB out on those guys? You haven't heard much Lakers talk at all. Boy, what a Lakers there. And uh, listen, golf, if you if you disagree with Liv when they first came out and now you're going to find a way to agree with it just because you love the PGA, they say Liv was responsible for 9-11. So are you supporting it or are you against that? Keep in mind, your loyalty to your country and what happened now. Let's not try to massage inviting live into our lives. They were the enemy at first. They were the enemy at first. So let's not try to put them in our brain like they did. All right, 49er John. More Out of Bounds coming up next.
When guys buy an engagement ring, we are getting engaged. But when girls get the engagement ring, they're getting married. So if you recently got engaged, then it's time for wedding bands. At Jones & Son, we have just the thing for you. Wedding band weekends, each weekend in June. Save up to $2,000 off select styles and wedding bands for both women and men. Jones & Son has hundreds of wedding bands to choose from. And even if you didn't buy your engagement ring from us, I'm sure we can match your ring and save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones. Check out Wedding Band Weekends all June only at Jones and Son Fine Jewelry. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know, you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at Certa Pro. That's Serta with a C. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> this is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the four-day super sale, June 9th through the 12th, and get 40% off paints and stains with prices starting at $26.69. That means 40% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And, of course, get 40% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Plus has been serving Central Arkansas for over 70 years. All the times you've bought a lumber package, power equipment, tools, doors from their door shop, grills, gutters, insulation, you name it, this family-owned company appreciates it. They know you have options and are thankful you continue to choose Whit Davis as your preferred lumberyard and hardware store. So thank you, Whit Davis customers, for 70 years and looking forward to 70 more. The Hot Springs Bike Fest, June 8th through the 10th, with live music Friday from the Blackheart Saints and the Ultimate Metallica Tribute Hardwire. Saturday, Poison Ivy with the crew, Tribute Houston, the Ultimate Dino Drags, the Ives Brothers Stunt Shows, the Wall of Death, and the Globe of Steel. Poker runs, no registration, and it's free. Hot Springs Bike Fest, benefiting Arkansas Veteran Support Services. Need more? HotSpringsBikeFest.com. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. On 1037 The Buzz. <laughs> Sleep to late night 
bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. We'll have your Razor Hog update here in just a second. Get to some uh, really cool updates actually dealing with the Razorback athletic program. And I also saw that uh, an email from uh, our promotions guy, Chuck Gatlin. And uh, I guess Nickelback's coming here to Simmons Bank Arena, right? A lot of fans' favorites. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, guy, the, the jokes kind of write themselves for a lot of people, but a lot of their music does sound alike. But they're they're talented. Yeah, they, and they became a joke, and everybody decided to run with it because they wanted to be on the right side of the joke. It, yeah, they're they like, piled on. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, I don't like Nickelback. No, I'm not a Nickelback fan. But if you are. Then uh, be proud of it. You, there's no shame in it. Yeah. I mean, there's like uh, music tastes are different. Listen, I'm one of those people. I'll fully admit. Like, am I going to sit here and say that Nickelback is the voice of our generation? Hopefully not. But I mean, they got some all right songs. It's like I've heard a lot worse. And they're, that's what's just kind of funny about. It. I was like, because I guarantee you, people are like, ah, whatever. But that place is going to be packed there at Simmons Bank Arena with Nickelback fans. It's going to happen. So absolutely, I can I kind of low key kind of want to go just uh, to see how uh, see how the concert is, see how the show goes, and. They have a lot of hits to go along with it, too. And so if you have a problem with that, fine. That's okay. I'll go and enjoy it myself. So uh, but apparently we may have some uh, some ticket giveaways going on with that, too. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to looking forward to that, which it's amazing. So some of the great shows that come here into the central Arkansas area, especially at Simmons Bank Arena, and, uh, you know, whether it's uh, comedy shows or, uh, you know, rock concerts or country concerts or whatever it may be. So something that uh, you gotta gotta be happy about and be you know fortunate about where you actually have those uh, big time concerts coming here in the town, especially summertime because that's the time for all these concerts. To come. Yes, yes, it is, and uh, you know summer is when people you know think about for the most part. But sometimes you get those announcements for the following year, and so not only do you have summer to look forward to, but it goes throughout. This year, and then you get those big announcements as to who's coming in next year. That's right. By the way, it's uh, from the 479 First Arkansas Bank Trust text line. It says, Nickelback is John's favorite. Well, you know what? Hey, whenever the song uh, uh, How You Remind Me comes on, that's a great one. I enjoy that song. And Animals was a good song, too. So they had some. <laughs> they had some. Photograph. But I, yeah, well, Photograph was, I felt like Photograph was the one of, like, three that sounded just alike, or at least was similar. But, yeah, Photograph and then the... Uh, uh, Rockstar, I think, is what they had one about. I think that was the one that sounds similar. Either way. Yeah, totally not a fan at all as I'm reeling off all the songs that uh, that I know about them, too. So. Uh, before we go to the Razor Hog update, let's squeeze uh, Jake and Cabin in. What's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon. <coughs> Excuse me. Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Freak. How you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing great, man. Hey, uh, so I will straight up say, like, I don't like Nickelback. I mean, I just, I, I never have. So who but who do you like, people, Jake? Who's your who's your band? Who what's my, your music? My, my favorite my favorite band of all time is Pearl Jam. I've seen them seven times. I'm seeing them an eighth time in uh, September. Very nice. Very so, nice. I mean, I graduated in '96, so high school. So I'm 44 years old. I mean, that was my jam when I was a kid, and I just I've kept up with them ever since. So yeah, I'm a Pearl Jam guy. Um, real quick, so. Two things. One, please quit calling that idiot 49er John and just call him Johnny Dimpleseed or something. I don't know. Because he's besmirching the name of 49ers. I've been a 49ers fan since I was old enough to watch Montana to write. <laughs> All right? And listen to this idiot on the radio, like, literally makes my ears burn. And, and I know he's going after me, so I'm coming after you, John. I'm going to tell you this, man. You cannot come across a point without making it racial in some way or another. And you do it underhanded, and you always do it. Come back. Let me know what you got to say about that, man. But you always do. It's just the way it is. Second thing, you guys forget about a very, very... Jake? Jake's phone gave out. Was was, oh, there it is. Hey, yeah. Uh, Jake, we lost you. What's up? Guess we lost Jake yeah. again. All yeah. right, Jake. Well, wow. And second point's just going to have to wait until the next point, I guess, uh, but when you call in. So, uh, real quick, let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! Oh, 
by Nangay. This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds. Presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union. Where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update... Uh, we had somebody text in about this with dealing with Grant Nelson. Yes, he is on campus today. Uh, also scheduled to be on campus tomorrow. Those are the only visits left, at least that are publicly known, that he will be taking. So we will see if he decides to call Arkansas his home. But yes, he is on campus. He has arrived and is doing his visit with the Razorback basketball team. Uh, but also with some other Razorback basketball news, but a different variation of it. Congratulations to the man, Nolan Richardson. Not only a national championship winning coach at the University of Arkansas, but he is going to be inducted into another Hall of Fame. This time, inducted into the third annual National Junior College Athletic Association Foundation Hall of Fame. The ceremony will take place over in Charlotte, North Carolina, today, actually. And uh, it's designed to tell the story of the NJCAA, and the Hall of Fame seeks to honor the individuals who paved the way for opportunities at the two-year level, athletically and professionally, and for those pioneers throughout history of the association. So we know uh, Nolan Richardson, of course, has basically coached in each and every league uh, when it comes to the game of basketball, and uh, the fact that uh, he's being honored as far as uh, the junior college ranks is also another great, great honor for him being into that Hall of Fame. Definitely, and it's a uh, it's a bit surprising that he wasn't already in, but it is great that he's being honored now. Yeah, there's uh, other people of the class too, and uh, Leonard Hamilton is actually one of them. That, uh, of course, was uh, the head basketball coach of Florida State. Also, Bruce Arena. Uh, Kirby Puckett and Brittany Reese. So, uh, and it's not just for basketball, by the way, too. It's just all junior college athletics. So there is a, a lot of great ones that came through there. And uh, knowing that uh, where he not only played but also uh, coached, it's going to be awesome for him to be honored there too. I guess him and Kevin Trainer already flew out there, or are flying out there uh, to be a part of the ceremony. So uh, good one for uh, Nolan Richardson, and glad that he got that induction. Also on the baseball side of things too. Uh, our guy, Peyton Stovall, who's actually going to be joining us tomorrow. He wasn't able to join us earlier this week and wasn't able to join us the past few days because he had successful surgery on his uh, arm and his shoulder to where he was uh, having so many issues. But uh, that did go well. He posted out a picture saying he's doing well. So uh, he said that uh, he should be good to go tomorrow. And I was like, all right, man. I was like, well, if you got the painkillers on you or something like that, you know, it may make for an interesting interview. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, he's a trooper. So it, it was successful, though. He looks good to go, and they expect him to be back full swing uh, going into next baseball season. So good, good to hear uh, that as far Absolutely. as the injury news goes. And that'll do it for the Razor Hog Update, presented by True Service. We'll take top of the hour update. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more Razorback baseball. Because Tyler Spoon, former Razorback, will be joining us thanks to First Horizon Bank. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned here on Out of Bounds. MMA fans, the UFC returns to Brewskies, and the action starts Saturday, June 10th at 9 p.m. with UFC 289. Amanda Nunes takes on Irene Aldana, and former champ Charles Oliveira returns to the ring. So grab a table at Brewskies and get something good to eat while you watch the fight in the bar, head down the basement, and party with J.J. Wilson, the DJ, and UFC 289. VIP sections with bottle service are available. Follow the link at brewskiespubandgrub.com and reserve your VIP section today.